BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of the Absolute Not Podcast is brought to you by Peak. Did you know that Peak is beauty from within? And since beauty starts from within, unlock beauty from within with Peak's daily radiance. I'm going to tell you this right now. Did you know that your natural collagen production starts to slow down in your 20s? Vitamin C is so vital in the production of collagen and plays a key role in keeping it plump, supple, and glowing. Here is the deal. Peak is full of antioxidants from organic elderberry superfood complex that helps smooth and brighten skin for a dewy glow and helps combat hyperpigmentation from the inside out. I love that it makes a great addition to my skincare routine, especially since I already use a topical vitamin C serum. It only has seven clean ingredients, which is easy breezy, and it's the beauty wellness shot I take and I look forward to taking every day. It's also non-GMO, non-soy, no refined sugars, and no preservatives, which is a freaking plus. If you look at what's in some of these things you're taking, it's insane. Peaktea.com slash absolutely. Again, go to Peaktea, that's P-I-Q-U-E-T-E-A. So peak with a Q. Peaktea.com slash absolutely with code absolutely for 5% off site-wide. For a limited time offer, you're going to get 5% off plus a free peak sampler pack with six of their best-selling flavors ever, which friggin' delicious when you purchase two plus cartons with code absolutely. Offer only works if you use my code. So make sure you use the code absolutely again for 5% off site wide. And you can also get a free Peak sampler pack. I love Peak. I think everything they make is so freaking amazing. You know, my girl Jackie Schimmel loves them. We're on the Peak train because we freaking love Peak. Again, that's peaktea.com slash absolutely. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Hope you're doing well, fantastic on this beautiful May week. Man, we've been doing a lot. We have been doing a lot. We've been seeing a lot. We've been getting detained at the border, and we're going to get into it. Hope you had a beautiful weekend. Hope you had a beautiful Mother's Day. If you're a mom out there, congratulations. If you're not a mom out there, also congratulations. Feeling the love everywhere. We took my mom for some fabulous Indian food yesterday. I flew in from Canada. Ashley and I took Robin for some chicken tikka masala, some vegetable korma. If you know, you know. And uh, we were all farty, very farty on the way home. So that was a 
very full, warm Mother's Day. I'll bring Robin in here in a little bit because we have to talk about the latest drama with Robin. And it's pretty funny. But I'll let her say that. But in the meantime, I want to give you guys a little recap. In fact, she's upstairs yelling. My mom is currently yelling at AT AT&T. Okay, let me just tell you. This is the kind of shit, though, that I come home to. I had a really nice evening last night. I got in. We went for Indian food. Came home. I have not slept in my bed like on a Sunday night to just turn my brain off and do fucking nothing in months, months. I've been on the road, months. I hit a weed pen, took two melatonin, turned on the Kardashians. I started cleaning out drawers, moving around like purses. I was like, my shoes need to go where my purses are. My purses need to go where my sweats are. You know what I mean? There's just something. I don't know psychologically what this is, but every single time I come home, it's like I'm nesting because I'm never here. So every time I come home, I am reorganizing something. I'm not a particularly organized person. I'm very clean, but I'm not an organized person. If you come to my hotel room, I do this like manic thing where my bag completely fucking explodes. And then every night before I go to bed, I do a 10 second tidy. And then I re Marie Kondo, KonMari method, all of my shirts, sweatshirts, clothes. Like I repack my bags every night in a perfect neat order. And then by 8 a.m., everything's exploded again. I'm sure there's some psychiatrist who's like, you have Munchausen by proxy disease. I don't know what it is medically, but this is what I do. So every night, it's kind of like the only ritual I have is I love to do like a 10-second tidy, all right? And then in the middle of the night, I get super hot and I rip all my clothes off and I wake up butt-fecking naked. And then Rig Gatoni's like, you know, breast to breast with me. And he and I are looking at each other like, we don't know what the fuck happened. You know what I mean? That melatonin takes you to another place. So last night I'm in the zone. I am watching the Kardashians. I'm watching Kimberly host SNL. I'm like, this is my dream. First of all, she actually is living my dream. And I I love the Kardashians, but I was triggered in a moment where Kim, Kim's like, I'm not funny. And I like, I'm, they asked me to host SNL. And I hear I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm actually pretty fucking funny. And they have not yet asked me to host SNL. Either way though, good for Kimberly. Good for her. She's studying for the baby bar. Like, I'm so embarrassed at how behind I am on the Kardashians. I haven't kept up. All the Real Housewives, I'm in a group text with my friend Jackie and Jen, and they are always sending me the Salt Lake City Housewives. I'm like, guys, I have not been at my house to watch an episode of the Housewives in nine fucking months. Mama is on the road. She's in a Toyota Camry cruising across America basically right now. Anyways... So I'm catching up on all my just dirty TV and I'm reorganizing and Riggs and I are just snoring together and it's a beautiful day. I wake up this morning, I run out, go grab an iced tea. I'm like, I got to do the podcast. I come home. My mom is screaming on the phone. Walk in the door. My mom's like, Heather, you married to your two phone lines? Like I have a burner phone, my work phone, and then I have my regular phone. Okay. And I'm eventually trying to wean off the original phone number that everybody fucking has. And I'm like, mom, I've just walked into the house. What are you talking about? She's like, I'm, I'm on the phone with AT&T. I might cut the lines, change everything. Do you know what my bill is a month? Because yes, I'm 35. I'm a very successful professional entertainer and I'm still on the family plan. And I was like, mom, you, you can't. She said, this lady on the phone, Linda says, I can, I can save $20 if I move to Verizon right now. And I'm like, what, what? crazy bitch gets a wild hair up her ass. And then all of a sudden, mind you, while we're in the middle of construction, we have plumbers here. We're redoing a kitchen, a bathroom. Like you all of a sudden feel the need to just 
get on the fucking phone and think you're going to change our plans and fuck up all my numbers. Mind you, I pay for it. I pay through it for my business. But in order to stay on the family plan and just not fucking stir the pot, I'm like, mom, I pay the bill. I don't need you to try and save me $20 right now. Thank you for looking out for me. She's like, you know, you're paying $10 a month for an international plan. I go, and yes, where have I been in the last month? We went to Paris. We've been to Canada. We're cruising to Mexico. Look, we're going places. I can afford the $10 a month family plan. This is the kind of shit I'm like, hey, mom, I'm, I got to go in the office and take a call. Can you not get my line cut in the next 10 minutes? Thank you. Like, so she's on the phone with this woman. She's like, well, my daughter walked in and she says, this isn't a good deal. And she said it could really fuck up a business. And the lady's like, well, can I ask you why you're going to get off the phone? She goes, yeah, my daughter said it's not a great idea. So then I get on the phone. I go, ma'am, hi, I'm so sorry. Thank you so much for trying to save us $20. But what you're saying is we're going to go from having five phone lines down to one for the same price. That's not a deal. And this is very chaotic and very stressful for me to walk into right now. So I'm going to have to hang up with you, Linz, and I'm going to have to go into my office and shut the door and scream into a pillow, the deep void that I just yell into every time I come home because I haven't gotten myself my own apartment yet. Happy Mother's Day, bitch. It's too much. I'm home. I wake up. I'm I'm thinking I'm asleep in this morning. We got plumbers here at 8 a.m. Nice plumber. Great guy. You know, I love my plumber, but it's just a fucking vibe. We're redoing the kitchen. We're redoing a bathroom. It's just chaos. We have no kitchen to use right now. We have the fridge. We have no countertops. We're living in a little bit of a dusty, clusty clusterfuck, but that's okay. I'm hiding in my office and we're all good. I say all of this though to say, wow, I'm just redundant right now and I'm getting dumber by the minute. I'm on steroids because I've had basically a science infection for five fucking weeks. I'm pretty sure I had COVID for the third time. That's a whole nother thing. Who the fuck knows? My doctor's like, well, yeah, but you're you're through it now and you never test positive. But she's like, you probably had it. Like nobody fucking knows anymore. But obviously, I've been testing negative. I had to go to Canada, all this shit. But let me tell you about my vibe to Canada. So we come up to Toronto, sorry, and have a show this weekend. First of all, I love Canadians. Tried and true. Really genuinely, I love Canadians. They remind me a lot of Southerners. Just genuinely like curious about life, warm, welcoming, but also like a touch, an undercut. Canadians have an undercut of cuntiness. And I really respect and appreciate that. But we fly into Toronto. Tina and I are on the same flight. Chris is flying down from Miami. So he's getting in much later than us. We go through customs and Toronto airport, it's just a clusterfuck. Now, being on the other side of it, of course, people let me know. They've been very vocal about how they're understaffed. I know stuff is still understaffed. Nobody fucking wants to work. No one knows what's going on. Half the place you can't work because vaccines. I don't fucking know. I don't have the answers. But all I know is, is about six flights came in and it was a clusterfuck. It was a clusterfuck of epic proportions. So we wait in the regular customs line for about an hour. And then I get up to the window, you know, you show him your passport and the guy goes, what are you here for? And I said, for work, big mistake, huge mistake, red flag. I should have just said, I'm going to kiki with my friends, drink some brew dogs all weekend and have poutine. That's all I should have said. And so the guy goes, where are you working? I said, oh, I'm a comedian. I'm working at the Queen Elizabeth Theater. And he said, who's paying you? And I said, a promoter from America. I'm a comedian. And he X's out of my thing, like puts a big X on my piece of paper. And he's like, keep going. So I go through and Tina and I link up at the same time. And she walks through and the guy's like, take a stiff left. And I was like, fuck me. 
And the guy was really rude to me, very rude to me. And I said, okay. So I'm standing in line. And I can already tell because while we were already standing in line on the other side of customs, I looked at Dean and I go, fuck, you know, that line looks like it fucking sucked. The line hasn't moved in two hours. So then I'm like, shit, shit. Because I said I was working, which is the honest thing, but I'm getting paid by an American, which means I didn't need a visa, right? I'm coming in, I'm coming to do a show there, but an American company is paying me. They already did the, the, the paperwork on the back end. I don't have to show up with like a six-week work visa. So I get in this next line and it is not moving. I'm in the back. There's probably, I'd say 80 people in front of me. And I'm going to be very real and honest. This is an absolutely not for me and the way I felt because it was self-indulgent, it was privilege, it was all these things. So I'm standing in line and I am the only white person in line, okay? And I'm just going to be very transparent. A lot of workers from Bangladesh, we had some people from Afghanistan. It was a mixed bag of help, right? It was a mixed bag of people coming to work. They all have bags of paperwork, big giant envelopes full of visas. And I'm standing in the line and for a split fucking second, I think, I'm in the wrong line. Okay. <laughs> like literally, I'm looking around going, I just, I, and so I literally genuinely like, I think I'm in the wrong line because they all have visa paperwork. I'm not required to have a visa to come in the country, but I'm not thinking I'm in the wrong line, like, because I'm white. I'm literally thinking like, I just, I don't have the same things that they have, but also the voice in my head was very much so like, hi, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm a blonde white woman from Georgia. I don't know if this is where I'm supposed to be right now. Like for like a, like a split second, I like had to call myself out on the absolutely not. But you were in the same line. You would have been like, okay. And literally I've got a, there's a baby crying. You know what I mean? We got the red cross on one side and I'm going, oh my God. Okay. I know I'm not in the right line, but I am not about to fucking say shit because I am here to work in Canada just like everybody else. And I need to just fucking eat it and bury it deep down inside because the privilege that I am having right now while I'm clutching my Prada bag in this immigration line is unbelievable. Okay. I am richly blessed and I am a fucking cunt if I so much as blink at an immigration officer and say, I think I'm in the wrong line. Do you understand what I'm saying though? It's a real eye-opening moment when you call yourself out for even having the thought. I'm being very honest right now. We're all trying to stay humble these days, but also take care of ourselves. Do the right thing for our bodies. And you know what I'm doing? I'm taking Athletic Greens. Jeff is so addicted to the Athletic Greens. He's on a trip right now himself and he packs in a little baggie. I mean, he looks like a you know he's smuggling drugs at this point because we have so much Athletic Greens in our bags. So wherever we're traveling, wherever we're going, we have to have it with us. Here's the deal. I love Athletic Greens because it is... Truly, with just one scoop, one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, and your energy recovery focus and aging all of the freaking things. I love Athletic Greens. It's so easy. I just put one scoop in my water in the morning, woof it down. It tastes great, but it also it's just a no-brainer. I know that I'm getting the proper nutrition that I need to just really kick my day off. And here's the deal. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's the one thing 
something you can do every single day to take care of yourself. Also, your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in with these, you know, we're coming out of winter, we're going into spring, into summer, and vitamin D is still so important. A lot of us are still working from home. I'm in dark theaters all day. I'm not getting outside enough. The year's supply of vitamin D is clutch. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase, okay? All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash absolutely to take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So the guy who put an X, though, on my piece of paper comes and starts walking past me. He's like off his shift. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to try it because this guy just saw me. So I'm like, hi, I'm so sorry, sir. I don't need a visa is what I said. I just said, I don't need a visa. And he screams at me. This is the second time in two fucking weekends I've been dressed down by a man. And he's like, stay in this line. Wait, talk to them at the counter. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. So then I've now caused a scene. Every kind worker, every person with the visas turning around and looking at me like this fucking white bitch, this fucking Karen. And I was very kind. I said, hi, I'm so, hi, so sorry. Sorry, officer. Yes. Hi. Is this, is this where I'm supposed to be? <laughs> like, like an asshole, like a fucking, I might as well have just literally taken some shears out of my bag, cut my hair short, called myself Karen and said, or just said, I'm Kate Goslin and I'm seeking refuge in Canada. Oh, side note, did you guys know that John Goslin is a DJ in Miami right now? Missed opportunity by definitely one of my friends for a surprise wedding gift to get him to DJ. I just want to say, if anybody who's listening to this still hasn't got me a gift, a great gift would be a surprise party with John Goslin DJing. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, if you never saw Kate Goslin on Kate Plus 8 with her eight children, and then she and John Goslin had a horrible, very Pennsylvania white trash breakup, I mean, I do feel bad for the kids, but when I recently randomly went down a deep dive with John Gosselin, I was like, he's fucking like put on some weight and is fucking DJing in Miami and nothing could be better to me. Like, that's my dream. That would make me feel alive is getting John Gosselin to, to DJ a party. I don't know. Maybe I'll have him come to Atlanta and like do a pool party or something. Anyways, I digress. So I'm in this line sweating and Tina's like, okay, like what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. But Tina, I definitely know that like everybody here has paperwork. Literally everybody had just gotten off this flight from like New Delhi on an Etihad flight. And I'm just standing there in line going, I'm a, a, a dumb bitch who should have just lied and said, I'm here for a girl's weekend. But I tried to be honest. And this is what I'm starting to realize that honesty gets you fucking nowhere. There's no reason. And then in my other mind, I'm like, you dumb bitch, you live such a good life. Stand in this line for an hour and a half. Don't fucking complain. Stand here and just imagine what these people had to fucking go through on their way over here. Imagine the new life that they're trying to look for in Canada because wherever they're coming from is a fucking dumpster fire right now. And then a really like genuinely humbling moment, you see the Red Cross workers who are like helping people. I don't know if they're coming from Ukraine or somewhere over in Eastern Europe. And you're just like, it is a dumpster fire. And I literally for a split second had the audacity to go, am I in the right line? Absolutely fucking not on myself. Absolutely fucking not. Absolutely not. And so as soon as the guy yelled at me, I just texted Tina. I go, Tina, it's going to be a while. And I accept the challenge. And she's like, Godspeed. It's a cluster fucking baggage claim. I'm going to go get the rental car. By the time I finally got to the front of the line, right? 
It's my turn. It's already an hour and a half. Tina hasn't even gotten to the rent-a-car place, okay? Now, I didn't even realize that this was a customs too, that if you were also having to catch a connecting flight, you would have been fucked. Because, you know, anytime you land in the States, there's always like, you go to the connecting flight customs line, and then if you're, this is your final destination, customs lines to the right. I didn't realize that also the connecting flights were with us. So people are sweating, screaming, everyone's missing their flights. It's an absolute shit show. So I ended up talking to this lovely couple behind me in line, and they're from Mauritius, which is an island off of Africa. And we're chit-chatting. They're asking me about the United States. We're having a really cool conversation because I know that they're like, this bitch is on the wrong line. And I'm literally like, this is just, you know, the man in front of me, God only knows, he was probably on a 25-hour flight from India you know, hoping for a better life, a better opportunity. And I am literally rifling through my Prada carry-on going, I need a mint. My blood sugar is actually low. You know what I mean? And then I found like a piece of dark chocolate at the bottom of my show bag. And I was like, literally, thank you to the girl in Chicago who brought me sweet treats because if I didn't have this right now, like I would not be okay. God, what a cunt. So I'm talking to this lovely couple from Marisha, the Mauritius Islands. And they were asking about America. They're like, we've never been. If we were going to go to America, where should we go? And I had to pause. I'm the only American that I can see because, you know, we all have our passports out in this line. Only white person, period. Only white woman, period. And I'm blonde in, you know, my big sunglasses, my clutch, and my show bag with like stuffed with wigs and glitter outfits. And I'm like, I, you know what? I don't need a visa. I'm doing a show. I'm a performer. Like, I might as well fucking told them I was Cirque du Soleil, okay? And that's a Canadian company. So I feel like I should have just been like, I'm a ventriloquist, an acrobatic, a contortionist. Like, do you want to see me stretch my pussy? Like, what do you want to see? Because they would have been like, oh, yeah, sure. Cirque du Soleil, come on in. Oh, what are you doing? The water show? What is the water show called? Like Q or something? Come on in. Oh, you're doing Zootopia? Or I don't know what that accent was. I apologize. (laughs) So this couple... We're chit-chatting and I'm having this moment like I am the representation of America right now. Everything that is wrong with America, everything that is right with America, everything that is just apparently American. These people are wanting to know if they were going to come to America where they should come. And I realize the level of privilege that I have in this moment. And I'm just like, Vegas, for sure. <laughs> I, just, I, don't I don't know. I panicked and I was like, Vegas, 100% really just says all America. And they were like, really? Okay, we want to come to America. I mean, we're having just like, we're kiki and having a conversation, laughing about how crazy long the line is. They're sweating. They were on a 50 fucking hour flight from Africa. And I'm over here just like, you should definitely, no, like when you come, you should go to Vegas. Have you ever heard of the Caliber Real Nice Hotel? That's where you should go. That's exactly where you should go. And then I'm just like, why am I fucking telling people Vegas? Why am I telling this beautiful, wonderful couple? They And then I'm like, you know what? I changed my mind. I changed my, no, Austin, Austin, Texas. That's where you should go. And then I'm like, no, not there. Where? And then I go, you know what? Have you ever been to Charleston? Have you heard of Charleston, South Carolina? And they were like, no. You know what I mean? They're like, no, we've never heard of Charleston. And I said, Charleston, that's where you should go. And then I just kept turning around, telling them other cities, Myrtle Beach. Have you ever heard Myrtle Beach, Panama City, Florida? That's exactly, that's first stop. Like, you just keep getting worse and worse. Like, Charleston's amazing city, but like, I'm not going to suggest somebody go to Myrtle Beach. I don't know why. I was just filled with such 
anxiety and like couldn't handle the situation. I'm telling this beautiful couple who comes from like one of the most gorgeous islands, like Mauritius, it's, you know, like the Seychelles, like Bora Bora. It's stunning. It's beautiful. I'm on the phone doing a light Google research. And I'm like, why am I fucking telling these people to go to Myrtle Beach? What, what is wrong with me? Why am I completely unable to handle this situation right now? I get up to the gate, the customs, the immigration moment. All right, so I've been in line for an hour and a half, just filled with guilt. Filled with guilt for something I haven't even done yet, but I just feel guilty. I get to the front and I have my mask on. You have to wear your mask through the Canadian airport. And the guy's like, your paperwork. And I said, hi, I'm so sorry, sir. And again, trying to say, I think I was in the wrong line without sounding like, can I speak to the manager? Like very humbly coming with my immigration papers going, I think I'm in the wrong line. So he says, what are you doing here? And I said, hi, sir. My name is Heather McMahon. I'm a comedian and I don't need a visa because I'm only going to be here for two days, but this is where I'm performing. And, and meanwhile, while I'm in line, our promoter was able to get like a, a signed letter that basically says like, hi, this is my place of business. This is why I'm here. The guy is like, you're Canadian? He's like, you're not a Canadian, you're American. And I realized that everybody keeps thinking that when I say comedian, I'm saying Canadian. So I'm like, no, sir, I'm a comedian. He hears through my mask, Canadian. So then this guy's like, this bitch is fucking crazy and a liar. He's like, ma'am, you're not a Canadian. Why are you saying that? I said, no, no, no. And then I pulled down my mask and said, I'm a comedian. I tell jokes. And then I hold up my website, literally heatherontour.com. And I'm like, this is me. I'm a comedian. He goes, oh, oh, I thought you were saying Canadian. And that didn't make sense because you got an American passport. And I was like, no, sir, I'm so sorry. This is my, and I show him the letter from my people who pay me in America. I was like, no, I'm so sorry. I, I think the other gentleman must have misunderstood me. He goes, oh God, how long you been waiting in line? I go like two and a half hours. He's like, oh, come on through, Charlie. Oh, again, I don't know what accent this is turning into. He's like, welcome to Canada. Hope you have a great day. And then I just turn behind because the family from Mauritius was still in line. I go, have fun in Myrtle Beach. And I just took off. I just took off. I took off and I didn't know what to do. And I'm just like, here I am because I'm, I'm a comedian. Everybody has thought that I was saying I'm a Canadian at the border, but I'm not. Listen, what I'm saying is God sometimes humbles you so that you remember, A, how good you fucking have it, B, what privilege you have, C, how much you should be fucking thankful for. You know what I'm opening up? You know what I'm woofing down to have a nice, clean, crisp, delicious, low-key moment? My Ashland Hard Seltzer. It is delicious, clean-crafted hard seltzer with flavors like orange, pineapple, ginger peach, and my personal favorite, the lavender lemonade is Chef's Kiss, so freaking delicious. It was founded in San Diego in 2020, and Ashland is the number one selling independent hard seltzer brand in California. This is my favorite part about it. It is gluten-free, malt-free, zero carbs, sugar-free, no fat, and only 100 calories. I'm going to tell you this right now. I've had a lot of different seltzers. Ashland tastes above and beyond. It tastes like a totally different vibe. It tastes so clean, crisp. Like you literally feel like you're not just chalking your body full of chemicals. I'm freaking obsessed with it. My favorite part is that it's malt-free and gluten-free and has zero carbs and zero sugar. So when you drink it, you don't feel like you're getting that sugar rush. It's just, it's a brand amongst its own. I really love it. For more on Ashland, you can follow them on Instagram at Ashland, that's at A-S-H. 
L-A-N-D, hard seltzer. Again, that's Ashland hard seltzer. I'm freaking obsessed with them. It is, again, it's the number one hard seltzer in California. And now it's available statewide in California and Arizona. It's got a bubbly with a clean finish, no artificial sugar taste. Again, 5% alcohol by volume, only 100 calories, and it's gluten-free. Does not get better than that. Try them out. Again, you can follow them on Instagram at Ashland hard seltzer. I clear customs. In the right amount of time, it took Tina two and a half hours to find the rental car place. I mean, it, it, the Toronto airport was a fucking shit show. It was like the seventh layer of hell. And God bless anybody who's working there. I know they're doing their best, but it, it's wild. And I get in that rental car and I go, we made it. And I look at Tina, I go, you know what I need to do right now? Because I just feel like I need to fill a void. I need to go to a Nordstrom because I know that they've got Nordstrom and Saks. And we went to that Sh- Sherway Gardens, Sherway Gateway, Sherman guillotine. I don't remember the name of it, but we went to that mall and we went to this place called Earl's, which apparently is the equivalent of an Applebee's in Canada. It was not. The amount of people who said, Heather, you basically went to like a Chili's or an Applebee's equivalent. Then you guys have never been to an Applebee's or a Chili's because this Earl's was nice. I had a fresh margarita and an ahi tuna taco. You know what you don't order at an Applebee's or a Chili's? Tuna. They had a truffle fry. Everyone had on like cool mixology, like craft cocktail outfits where they all have those aprons that are like denim with the leather straps. They've got their, their tools or mixology tools. Like everyone looked chic. The hostesses had like very fabulous outfits on from Zara. So I'm like, ooh, we're about to hit an Earl's and everyone is roasting me. The Canadians are like, can't believe you're at Earl's. It's a fucking Applebee's. And I'm like, no, Applebee's are actually sad. If you've been to TGI Fridays, that's like the saddest place in America. And unfortunately, this lovely couple in line behind me, I should find out who they are and send them a fucking gift card because the only thing they're going to find in Myrtle Beach is an Applebee's. And I'm very upset about it. I just felt like a horrible person. But I went to Nordstrom and I tore up the Charlotte Tilbury section. And then I was like, all right, we're back. Like I felt bad for like an hour and a half because I was in it. And then as soon as I walked through, they're like, Oh, sorry. We thought you said you were Canadian. We didn't hear comedian at all. You don't seem funny whatsoever. Then I was right back in the pocket of just being an absolute raging see you next Tuesday. You know what I mean? Ugh. Good thing I got through that. <laughs> Met some really cool new friends. Really like, honestly, my friend group is like super cool right now. I have friends from Africa, India, China. You know what I mean? Like what a fucking asshole. And then I was like, Tina, let's go to Nordies. Absolutely not. I just want you to know now after having my brush with immigration, the privilege that we truly have to have our freedoms. Well, okay, actually, let's back that up. Well, (laughs) I didn't even want to go here on the podcast. Well, all women might be needing to move to Canada. I don't know how much freedom women are about to have anymore in America, which is a whole other conversation that I would rather have somebody much more intelligent and well-versed on the subject have. Come on and talk about it. But my God, just literally being like, I know I'm in the wrong line and seeing these beautiful, wonderful families who have come to Canada for a better life. And then I'm just like, well, and I know on the other end, there's a Nordstrom. That's how fucked up it was. You know, I used to have a joke in one of my shows, like, I have white guilt and I didn't even do anything today. You know what I mean? That's where I'm at. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I, I know I probably did something and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (sighs) But it was a real, it was a real humbling moment. 
And I'm just, listen, I'm just grateful. I want to say I'm grateful. We all just need to count our blessings and say we are grateful because God said, you're going to learn today, hunty. You know, karma's going to get me because I just sent this beautiful family from Africa to Myrtle Beach. I don't even know why. I was just sweating. I just imagine my life though in a Canadian prison. Like what if they don't let me in and they don't turn me around? They don't send me back over the border. They just leave me here. Although I feel like a Canadian jail is probably, you get a nice soft, you know, outfit from Roots. You don't know that's their store. You get like a nice soft, one of my favorite sweatsuits I've ever owned is from Roots. You get a nice beanie. They serve you poutine. And everyone's just like, oh, what are you in for? And I'm like, I was a cunt in an immigration line. That's why. They said, wow, wow, you Americans are the worst. But I didn't. The whole time I was laughing to myself, just being like, oh my God, do not ask if you're in the wrong line. Do not ask. Do not ask. You are the only white woman here. Don't you dare fucking ask. Don't you dare. Do not. Don't you dare. Don't you dare fucking ask. I, I'm so sorry. Am I in the wrong line? He's like, wait the fucking line. I was like, yes, sir. Absolutely. You got it. I am here. Meanwhile, when they're like, what kind of comedy do you do? I'm like, oh, I tell a lot of jokes about white vaginas. Like, like what am I doing? So anyways, but we tore up the Nordstrom's. The people of Canada were amazing. Toronto was so great. Everyone's so unbelievably lovely. And we just had a fucking great time. Also, want to give a big shout out to Joy. Joy was one of our flight attendants on the flight back from Toronto. And Joy, you were such a joy to meet. What a lovely girl. She was a huge fan. And I get on the flight, one of the other flight attendants like, oh my God, we were just sitting at lunch yesterday. And Joy was forcing us to watch all your videos and listen to your podcast. And they're like, she's going to freak when she sees you. And then this lovely young flight attendant comes up and she's like, oh my God, you're here. I was like, girl, I'm here. And I looked road hard, put away wet. But just want to give Joy a big shout out. And shout out to Delta Airlines, always doing it right, doing the most. And thank you to the wonderful people of Canada. Oh, I haven't even gotten into the hookers. There was a gangbang happening in the hotel room next to me. And I do believe I was able to confirm it was two women, probably like mid 40s with a much older man who's in his 60s. And that was a fucking trip. That was an absolute fucking trip. You knew they were hookers because the sounds they were making were so cheesy, pornographic. Like nobody, nobody fucks like that. Nobody does. Nobody makes those noises. And Tina and I are sitting in our room after going through three hours at the airport and we are giggling. And at one point, Tina has her ear down to, because we couldn't tell if they were behind us, below us, on the other side, because I was in like a bigger suite. And so Tina has her ear to the ground and is literally listening. And I said, Tina, I don't know if that's a good idea to have your ear to this carpet. Like if they're fucking next door, imagine what's on this carpet. But she took one for the team and, and we sourced the sound. Came, it turns out it was coming from the back bedroom, but it was a lot of like weird, weird Pomeranian noises. No animals were involved, but you know, if you get two, two hookers. But then at one point I could tell that there was a, a power dynamic where one of the girls was upset that she was getting left out because you heard like, really, Carl? Oh, so you're going to invite her too? But then am I getting paid? Like, these are just kind of the sound bites that I was hearing. That was a wild time. So anyways, live, laugh, love, stay humble. I want to tell you about one of the most amazing things I've incorporated into my life, like no cap, like real talk, point blank period. Moon juice. Moon juice has this stuff, which is called the super you formula. Okay. 
I want you to know that it's a stress formula, okay? Stop stress before it starts. Super U was designed to help you find your calm. And when you're in your calm, you're in your power. They have a clinical strength formula that helps regulate cortisol for proactive and reactive stress support. Four potent adaptogens alleviate the emotional, mental, hormonal, and physical manifestations of stress. Okay, I want to tell you this right now. Super U is their number one bestseller. Okay, 18 million capsules sold in just four years. I got sent this stuff. I was like, I'm going to try it. One of the number one things for me, because my body's producing a lot of cortisol, it's if you're in fight or flight, people with PCOS have this a lot. I was like, I'm going to take two of these every day. I still have my cup of coffee in the morning. I'm low key, like weaning off. This has changed the freaking game. If you have cortisol issues, if you wake up stressed, frazzled, fight or flight, your body is freaking out. Y'all get the super you formula from Moon Juice. It'll change your life, okay? I'm freaking obsessed with it. You take two pills in the morning with or without food, doesn't matter. It is your home to unstress. They believe that when you support your body's ability to handle stress, you can do anything. Their ingredients are 100% traceable and sustainably sourced. It has ashwagandha, shatavari, which is cultivated using an organic methods in Northeast India, rhodiola, which is from Serbia, and amla, which is a small certified organic, which is from a small certified organic farm on the West Coast of India. I'm obsessed with them. I think it's fucking amazing. I really love their stuff. It has made a huge change in my life. And I really believe in moon juice. So Super U is a potent multi-adaptogen created with additional Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine to help manage stress and improve energy, mood, and focus. It has completely covered four different adaptogens that work together to help your body tackle whatever comes its way. Here's the thing. Just take two pills a day to help keep the stress away. I take them in the morning and I can feel them quickly. I notice a difference. And here's the thing. Go to moonjuice.com slash absolutely and use code absolutely at checkout for 20% off. Again, go to moonjuice.com slash absolutely and use code absolutely at checkout for 20% off. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I do feel like we need to have a real Mother's Day recap, a recap with Robin. I know y'all have been dying to hear from her. I have to tell you about the latest saga in Robin's life that is very fucking funny and is keeping her humble as well. So without further ado, I feel like coming off the tail end of Mother's Day, let's bring in the one, the only, the right contemporary, Robin McMahon. Mother Robin McMahon is here in the studio. Robin I just told them at the top of this, how I walked in today and you're screaming about getting $20 off your bill, but you might cut the cord on all of our fucking phone numbers and how in the nick of time, I was able to make sure that you hung up the phone (laughs) on the cell phone representative because you were about to change all of our numbers. No, I wasn't. I just want to know what the hell I'm paying for. Mom, I will cut you a check. I don't need you to switch. You get a bee in your bonnet over the most random shit. On a Tuesday at one, you decide, nope, we're not using this detergent anymore. And then you just start going on a spiral and tearing through shit. I do, Heather. It's terrible. I got to get out. (laughs) That's the problem. I got to get out. This lockdown, this COVID lockdown, I'm done. I'm done with it. Mom, we're not in a lockdown. We've been out of a lockdown for two fucking years. (laughs) Where the hell have (laughs) I been? (laughs) <laughs> you're vaccinated, you're boosted. What do you mean? Yeah, I'm the vaccinated. Mom, you I'm go to Home go. Goods. 
and TJ Maxx 16 times a day. What do you mean lockdown? I know. You have a Mercedes. Go with God. Yeah, you got it, sweetie. And I told, well, I met one of your fans in Home um, Goods, and this. I told her, I said, I don't need a damn thing in here. And if anybody sees me in here, tell me to go home. Yeah. I have more crap than I know what to do yeah, with. No more tchotchkes. And no you're not more a tchotchkes. Mom, here's the thing. You're not a tchotchke girl, no, but you I'm have not. this obsession. And Jeff is, if he divorces me, it will be because of your rug obsession. You buy rugs and runners like it is your fucking job. And then you make us put them back in your car and you show up with a new rug. And Jeff literally said, he goes, I love your mother more than anything in the world. But if this bitch buys one more rug, I'm going to fucking kill her. And then I'm going to have to divorce him because then he's going to be in jail for murder. And I will have lost two people that I genuinely really love in my life. Oh, I'm sorry. But you have to bring the rug home to try it out, Heather. I don't give a rat's ass who you are. That's how it works. God, I was just trying to call Comcast on the phone. Oh, here we go. I was trying to get a live representative. <laughs> if I get another AI person, which an AI person is not a real person. It's somebody you have to talk to. Yeah, Artificial intelligence. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wanted to take my phone and throw it in the pool. I'm the type that needs, I guess I'm old school. I want to talk to somebody. I want to say, hi, have a good day. How's your day going? No, mom, your favorite thing to say, like I was trying not to have a Karen moment in the Canadian immigration. Your favorite thing to say is, I know it's not your fault. I know it's not your fault, but you're still kind of being a little cunty on the phone with them. No, I'm not. No, you're not. But I do say it like it is. Okay. So see how that just, do you see how she just bat pedaled that one, deflected? Talk about somebody who should really invest in deflection beauty is Robin McMahon. Now, Robin, we have to break down the latest saga. We're not going to name names. We're not going to say anything. But this shit is so raw dog, real time funny to me. It would be an absolute crime and a shame if we did not share this on the podcast. Let's change names for the sake of safety. All right. Let's say Johnny. Yeah, let's call him Johnny. Johnny. And um, how about we call him Kevin? Okay, Kevin, fine, yes, Kevin. we'll call him Kevin. So we're going to talk about Bumble and how I caught a friend's boyfriend on Bumble. Yes, but it's taken a dramatic turn. Yes. So, Robin, you've been on the dating websites for a while and things have not been looking up. It's been sad. It's been really bad. And I don't think that the websites are for you. I think that you are more people to people, P to P, peer to peer. Yeah, you got it. You need to be out in the mean streets of Atlanta at a gala. I think that's where you're going to find a date, okay? And I need a guy with a with a rope and a lasso to get me. A lasso? What's a lasso, <laughs> Mom? A lasso. You know how they rope A us? lasso. A lasso. Whatever the hell you call it. A lasso. Right. A lasso. Jesus, help us and, and save, save us. us. Mom, why do you need somebody with a rope? Why do you need to because be tied? Sexually? Is that what you're no, trying to do? No, because I guarantee in the Canadian hotel, no. they would they were doing that. No, no. Oh, that was unbelievable. I couldn't believe you were listening. And you sent me a text. You go, quit listening, you creep. And I said, if you were here, you'd I'd be, probably tr- be listening too. You'd have a glass to the fucking wall trying to I'd figure out. I'd probably be banging on the door saying, are you all right in there? <laughs> do I have to call for help? Stick your fingers out the window. You know how they they point their two fingers to say, help me, help me? Yeah. 
What? Oh, Heather, what? you haven't what, seen this. Wait, 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 I, mom, I need wait. to tell everyone Hold about on. this. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Listen to me. If you're with a guy and you're afraid, you take your fingers like this and you flash them. You, you let the person know in front of you, you, like you put your two fingers down and that's to let the other person know, I need help. I need to get away from this guy. Oh, okay, wait, hold on. Mom, 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 mom. I You're saw so it on no, a YouTube. Just shut up for two seconds. You saw it on a YouTube, but are you saying, are you in the car and you roll down the window? Where are you flashing your fingers? Anywhere. You could be in a car and you flash your fingers. Or you're in an elevator and you flash your fingers. Or you're at a restaurant. I saw this girl sitting at a restaurant with this creepy guy and she needed to get away from him and she was scared. So she flashed her fingers to the girl sitting next to her and the girl recognized it was a cry for help. Okay, so I have a question. In your self-help school, Robin's School of Hard Knocks that we've already said, your street safety yes. course that you're going to eventually yes. teach to elders, this is how you're going to teach them just to flash their fingers. Right. I think that's a great signal and it's sign, like signal. but you're not great with details. So is it like the peace sign? Like yes. you flash, yes. you got to use your words, mom. Well, Nobody Heather, can I see what know. we're doing. Well, you need to get us on video. Okay. All right, so what do we talk? Let's talk about the- let's So talk I get a about- phone call while I was gone last weekend where Robin's like, you're never going to believe this shit. So you've been on the Bumbles. Right. And one of your friends is dating a guy. He lives out of town. Right. And he continues to pop up on your Bumble locally. So yes. he's in a, two states over, but he's, I guess, on a nationwide search or whatever. Who the hell knows? He keeps showing up on your Bumble. With a different name. With a different name. And so you have showed this to me multiple times. Right. And you have not said anything to her because you go, whatever, I don't know the state of it. It's well, not my business. Right. The first time I thought, well, maybe it was a mistake. The second time I thought, hmm, maybe he forgot to take it down, but something was strange because he used a different name. And then the third time the idiot's on it and I said, this is ridiculous. I'm going to tell her. Okay. So let's call your friend. Let's call her Mary. So you tell Mary, you say, hey, Mary, I need to show you the evidence. Your boy, your boy, Kevin, has been on the Bumbles. So while you think he may be exclusive with you, that's not actually happening. That's right. He's still perusing. Now, to me, what that says, if he lives a couple states over and then he is local, to me, it would make sense if he was on the app while he was with her because then it would show up locally. Is that how that works? Do you I'm understand what I'm sure, saying? I, I'm not sure how that Like how if you were works. in California and you were on the Bumbles, it would show up. Or if you were here in Georgia, it would show up. Well, on my Bumbles, it's nationwide. So I could have a guy from Timbuktu show up. Yeah, or Myrtle Beach. And right. We're not, we're not right. trying for that. Right. So you, you've cast a wide net. Yes. So- I'm going to try and explain this just to get the words out and then I'll let you defend the okay. situation. So then you tell your friend and how does Mary take it? She couldn't believe it. And I tried to tell Mary, I said, look, this guy is noncommittal. Mm-hmm. So let's just, let's see it as it is. Pretend he's in the Merchant Marines and he only comes around once a month or twice a month and you're glad to see him. But if you think he's going to commit to you, sweetie, he hasn't. If they don't commit right away, they're not going to. What I really love is that you told her, pretend he's in the Merchant Marines. You and I come up with the most random fucking fantasies in our minds. Yes, Heather, because I think I'm realistic. Yeah, you are. It's like I can see the writing on the wall. The guy's not going to change. 
So then he gets back on a couple days later. So you told Mary, yeah. hey, I saw Kevin on here. He's been on right. here multiple times. Wanted to give you the give you the heads up. Right. And I said, the reason I didn't tell you the first three times, I mean, the first two times was because I thought it might be a mistake. And A, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. She calls Kevin, reads him the riot act. And lo and behold, the next day, guess who's back on Bumble? And his new profile, it's the same photo, and I met this gentleman, is now his name on Mumble is, and I quote, Robin's a nosy bitch. That is his profile name. So instead of it saying Kevin from, say, Tucson, it says Robin's a nosy bitch. His about me, catfishing nosy old bitches with a thumbs up. Can you believe that a 12-year-old wouldn't even think to write something that stupid? And you know what Ashley and I said? Point for Kevin. That's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. I thought it was hysterical. And I wanted to say to him, Kevin, you asshole, I saved your ass. Two times I didn't tell her. I said on the third time, you pushed it a little, Kevin. You know, I told her you were a good guy and take it for what it is. But regardless, this grown old man in his probably late 60s, 70s changed his Bumble profile when he got caught to instead of it saying Kevin from Tucson, Robin's a nosy bitch. Yes. And that is the funniest shit that has happened in the last three weeks. Yes. And all the PKP girls said, block him, block him. I said, no, let's see if he goes back on again. And I don't, I mean, I don't care one way or another, but I didn't want my friend to be led on by this. No, you were were doing the right thing. But at the end of the day, this is just proves a further point when I talk to other single women all the time that it does not matter. You could be in your 60s, you could be in your 70s, you could be in your teens. People play games and these boys think that they can run. 10 fucking tricks around town. It is so insane. Men never change. No, this, they don't. This guy's 68 years old. And yeah. he's he's playing this shit? Yeah. No, 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 no. Kevin. Yes. And another thing. Oh, here we go. Oh, here's another thing. If you're an older guy and uh-huh. you think that you're going to be with a young girl, I heard this on Sinbad. He oh. was absolutely right. If you're in your 50s, No 20-year-old wants to be with you. She wants your house. That's the way it is. I think Sinbad's joke is she's waiting for you to have the heart attack, right? Or it's something like- No, he said she wants your house. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Robin is- I've been giving her an opportunity to work on five to open the show, and she hasn't really come in with any strong (laughs) jokes or punchlines recently. So this is a drama. So I'm flying to LA, and literally- I'm Robin's like, you're never going to believe this shit. Look at what Kevin put on the bumbles. And I'm just like, Jesus, help us and save us. Help us and save us. And then this reiterates why when I come home and Robin's screaming on the phone with our cell phone provider trying to save $20, I'm like, (laughs) this shit is so funny. It's so dramatic. It's so wild all the time. And I want you to know that I am on the tail end of Mother's Day, Mom, I am so grateful for you. And we got into a really heated argument last night just about kind of politics and things, trying to figure out, you know, and whatever, we don't need to get into it. And we're trying to see eye to eye because, you know, you come from a different generation and we're all, you know, we're all trying to figure it all out. And we had a really beautiful, loving conversation. 
But I'm so grateful for you, mom. And you're a bad bitch and you're a strong woman and you've taught me to be a strong woman. That's right. But if this shit, you got to take a step back some days and just laugh. But we have so much to be grateful for. Yes, we do, Heather. I did laugh about it. But the more I thought about it, I thought, what an idiot. You know, what an idiot. You are a moron. Girls, don't put up with the shit with these guys. You don't yeah. have to. You do not have You don't have, have to. I know while well, there are times where it seems dire, but you don't have to. No. I think with the day and age too, with the online dating, the men have such an upper hand because they really do. They have such an upper hand because men are already sneaky in the first place, but with these apps, they're able to talk to 35 fucking women. And right. you could say on the tail end, well, women are able to too, but the options for the gals are not as great. Right. Actually, you know how I always say, don't send us a dick pic, send us a picture of your credit score. Mm -hmm. Now with women working and making as much money as the men, Mm -hmm. I mean, when you guys were little, dad worked, I stayed home. And before I ever gave him the credit card bill, I always made sure I had my shiny shoes on. Which means what, mom? Which means... You know, so he wouldn't be so upset when he saw the credit Mom, card. You have to bill. use your words because nobody knows what that means. You you gave him a BJ? Probably. Did you blow my father. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> now, now I say to people, ladies, you don't have to put your shiny shoes on. If you're paying the bills, make sure your husband is standing with an apron on, doing the dishes in one hand and a vacuum cleaner in go. the other. The things that you and I have really learned, I mean, listen, I try and keep a nice house. I try and, you know, what what was that deep eye roll? I'm redoing the whole fucking house, mom. What do you mean I try and, I, what was that very sarcastic deep eye roll? Heather. What? Let's not even go there. I'm the one that picks up everything. Never mind. Keep going. Mom, I love you. We also you. have a housekeeper. Yes, we do. What, what are you talking about, mom? Right. What I'm saying, I try and make things nice. You do, Heather. I take care of Jeff in a very wifely way. Oh, Heather, you are the best. Mom, you also lived an entire life. You were 11 years older than dad, so you lived an entire life. So when you were ready to have kids, you had me at 40. That, you know, staying home was, you were like, yeah, I'm going to let him go run his company and you're going to do your thing. You had already lived a life. Right. But you and I argue sometimes when you say kind of, I think, antiquated things where you're like, like if you see one of my girlfriends and they don't have their kids, you go, who's watching the kids? Where are your children? Or you're like, is your husband babysitting? And I always say, hey, mom, this is 2022. Men aren't babysitting, they're parenting. So when when Jeff watches our children one day, he's not babysitting, he's the father. You know what, Heather, you're absolutely right about Oh, wow, you heard it here first. No, you are absolutely right. And I do tell you when you're good. She also tells me when I'm fat. Yeah, And that's that's a real mother's love. Yes, I do love you. Yes, more men need to parent. But we've just, we get in arguments sometimes when obviously like in this day and age, I think you have two very strong-willed daughters and independent women. And I just think there's been a little bit of a learning curve where some days I'm like, mom, I don't need to do that. Do you know what I mean? I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say. But like some of the comments where you're like, you don't have a plate ready for Jeff. And I'm like, mom, I'm the one who's coming home from work right now. Jeff did his work, and now he's been playing golf, so he should have a plate for me. Yes, he should. And we take care of each other. We're yeah, very good Yeah, I was going to say, he's pretty good, Heather. He's the only guy I know who knows how to use the dishwasher. No, Jeff is very good. He's yeah, great. He's and good. Je- like and side note, just, I mean, I make jokes, but Jeff has like a full, like he does finance. So he's working from home, doing his thing, doing right. real estate. He doesn't have a typical nine to five. He's no. always done investments and stuff. So 
That's a whole nother thing. My problem is I want it done yesterday. And when I say, Jeff, we all do. will you please go reach for that thing? He's got a bitch about it. He's got a bitch about it. And That's then I finally though. say to him, Jeff, get off your ass and hand me that yeah. damn canvas. You're six, two. I'm five, four. I can't reach it. Yeah. And then, and oh, then, he, then he does this the whole time. Yeah, 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 bitch yeah. And, yeah. and then he does it and he goes, oh, that looks good. And you go, dad used to do the same shit. Yes. Dad would bitch and complain. All the time. I asked Daddy one time, I had a plant, like a ficus tree, and I had a pot right next to it. And I said, can you please pick up that ficus tree? Just pop it in the pot for me. You might have thought I asked him to cut his damn arm off. (laughs) And one of my good friends, and I'm not going to say her name, but if you're listening, you know I love you. Her husband has left the Christmas tree Mm -hmm. all boxed up in the sunroom. And I was laughing to her because he wouldn't put it upstairs like in, the in, attic. in the attic. I said, you know what you should do? You should put it right next to his side of the bed. He'll have to step over That's a it. great idea. Yeah, but you know what she said? He probably wouldn't even notice that it's there. I know because these men would live in swallow and filth. Yes. And then the, they'd they'd sit on their fucking lazy boy and get on Bumble and come up yes. with a profile that says Robin's a nosy bitch. Yeah, do you believe That's that? That's the funniest shit. That is so funny. Also, you're not a nosy bitch. He's coming into your territory yeah, no. and oh. then trying to stir the pot. Right. You're just doing your thing. Like at the end of the day, you're still able to be online looking for love. Right. You're not going to his neighborhood trying to catfish him. Right. So fuck off, Kevin. Yeah. And Kevin told my friend that I was spying on him. You should be so lucky, Kevin. You're all broke down. Ding bastard. Dong. Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> you could spy me. You're a bastard. <laughs> Say it with authority. You little shit. Yeah, there you go. But um, on the tail end of Mother's Day, Mom, we'll wrap with this. I just had a very humbling weekend where I realize how blessed I am. And I'm so grateful. But this is an opportunity for you to basically tell the world. So we definitely get a, you know, an audio recording of what a great kid I am and how blessed you are to have me yes, as your child. I'm really just looking for a couple words of encouragement here. Heather, you're a great kid. No, you really are. You've got a kind heart. You're sweet. Thank you. We might have our moments, but we never go to bed mad at each other. Ever. 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 Life's too short, people. And if there's something that I'm not sure of and Mm. I'm dug my heels in, I will be open to say, and I got corrected yesterday. Mm. Let's not go into that, but I did get corrected. And And I said, said, let me do a little bit of research. And and Heather was absolutely right. I was looking at it in a different way. So I feel I am very blessed to have you as my daughter. And that's very sweet. I just basically wanted you to take this opportunity to say that you thought I was looking thinner. But also I will... I'll you do, do look a little fitter. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, you're never going to be a size two. I know. So I let's, just like to get back to so it. So let's face it. Let's face it. You, this you're never going to love. Wait, this, is, this would be like a really good 80s bop. You're never going to be a size two. two. So let's face it. <laughs> Bada boom. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Mom, you're some days so raw and real and hysterical. And then you do a bada boom. And I'm like, what are you, Betty Boop? <laughs> no. Okay. Right. I've got plumbers upstairs and collars upstairs. So I don't, and the cats running around crazy. So I probably need to get off this thing and go oh, Get monitor. off this thing. Get but off this I podcast. Will, but I will, that hundreds of thousands of people listen to, Mom. 
Oh, I love them too. You have the best fans. I do. You I do. do. You have the best fans. All right. Can I tell one quick story? Yep. All sure. right. So I guess it was Sunday. Oh, I went, wow. Oh, now you're bringing this in. All right. So I guess it was, no, I guess it was Saturday. I went over to Zara and I kind of, I had been painting at home. So I, you know, I wasn't dressed up. I was in my typical usual, need to wear a baseball cap, hope nobody sees me. I'm looking at all the beautiful clothes they have out. I have two fistfuls of clothes yeah. that were on the mannequins. And I thought, wow, I hit the jackpot today. I go into the dressing room to try all this stuff on. I am on the floor laughing because I did not look good in any of these clothes. They looked great on the mannequin when I put them on. Okay. I look terrible. Mom, you love this joke. It's not a joke, Heather. Mom, it's true. Mom, but you love this joke. You're a size four, six. You're a petite woman. If the joke, nobody feels sorry for you that you had a bad day at Zara. I have a bad day at Zara every fucking day of my life. I had to take two blazers from Zara and sew them together and they're already double XLs. Okay. So no one feels bad that Robin had a bad day at Zara. Well, the po- whole point of the matter was, Heather, is that I thought these styles would look really cool on me. They didn't. In one of the dresses, bada I look. Bada boom, bada boom, mom. In one of these dresses, I look like a stuffed potato. <laughs> I was, Robin. What were you thinking, Robin? I have already put in a very heavy order from Zara. Do you know what I spent the entire flight home to Toronto? I was on the app. I picked you and Ashley out a bunch of outfits because it's more fun to dress you than it is me because nothing ever fucking fits me and I have to get everything professionally tailored. So I went on there. I ordered you 55 outfits for the wedding. That'll be fun. They're coming tomorrow. Try them on and then don't worry. We will play dress up. But I know that you have to get out of the house so you continue to go to the mall. 99.9% of the rest of us order things online, try them on in the comfort of our own home where you can have good lighting, you already have your shoes. You Maybe have your that accessories. Was the problem. Why you still go out in public dressed like a merchant marine because you always have on. No, I look like a hobo. But see, mom, I've told you this. I know. For, I have to comb my hair, Heather. No, listen, mom. It's it's not a bit anymore. You are publicly known. You're je ne sais quoi famous. You cannot go out in public anymore because if you want one of my followers to see you at the mall and think she'd be great for my rich stepdad, it's not going to happen. Oh, they see that's you the problem, rough. Heather. I need to dress up. That's why I don't have a date. Damn it. You're right. All right. I got to run upstairs okay. and call my hair. Hey, guys. Go I love the you. plumber, mom. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, guys. I just want to tell you this. Nobody ever has better fans than Heather. And I love each and every one of you. You guys are the best. All right. Ciao, Heather. Thanks for letting me come on. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why you came down here. She And she's out. Y'all, these are the manic conversations I have with my family. But I just want you to know, I do truly love each and every one of you. Thank you for letting my mom be a part of the podcast too. Thanks for letting her hop on. You have no idea. She gets so excited. For Mother's Day when I came home, she was like, can I be on the podcast? I got to tell everyone the drama. And I said, of course. Of course you can. If you also too were coming off Mother's Day, maybe you don't have your mom with you anymore. Maybe you're struggling to be a mom. I want you to know that I'm thinking of you too. And families are what we make them. And truly, I know I make jokes about like the most ridiculous shit, but I was truly humbled this weekend. I was humbled to be in Canada and see people coming out to shows. And it was Mother's Day weekend. I had a couple really kind girls after the show just say, hey, 
this is our first Mother's Day without our mom, or this is our first Mother's Day, you know, since I've lost a, a child. There's so many different factors going on in, in people's lives. And the fact that we were all able to come together this weekend and giggle and laugh and have a little bit of levity, it was just, it meant the world to me. And I know Father's Day is coming up and a lot of people feel triggered about Father's Day. We're all hurting in some ways. We're all feeling different feelings, but just know that I'm so grateful for this cool community of giggly, funny, just stupid people where we cannot take ourselves so seriously and also have moments to take moments of gratitude. And just, I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to the Canadians for coming out. I want to say thank you to my beautiful new friends that I met in line for keeping me humble and reminding me of the, the beautiful life that I have and to not take any day for granted. I want to thank the... um the hookers next door that were banging the 80-year-old dude uh, next to me in the hotel for just really also reminding me to keep the love alive. And, you know, life is short. Maybe it's time to try that threesome. I've, I never thought about trying, but maybe this is the week. Actually, I don't, it's, it's too, no. You and I both know it's not for me. I'd honestly be the one in the corner eating the sandwich going, you guys do you. I'm fucking tired. My blood sugar's low. I've always wanted to try a, a bond me. I'm kidding. I'm going to try a bond me. Who are we kidding? You know, I've had 55 different bond me's. I actually seek out in life the best bond me. I love Vietnamese food. Anyways, I'm spiraling, but I wanted to just say thank you. Thank you for everybody who came out and thank you to everybody who's going to continue to come out on the farewell tour. I have so much to update you on, on the Netflix thing that I shot. Oh, just want to tell you guys, it went so amazing. But I will talk about that next week on the podcast. So much to update you on. We had just some really behind the scenes Hollywood bullshit that was hysterical. But thank you to everybody who's just been super encouraging and kind and to all my listeners. As always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. I will get back to the absolutely not line next week. And we have two shows this weekend, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Jackson, Mississippi. Then I've got two shows in Tampa. And then we're finishing off the farewell tour here in Atlanta, Georgia, right before Memorial Day. I can't believe it's happening. Guys, we do have tickets left to the Tampa shows. We have two shows. Probably should have just done one, but we decided to do two. We have two shows. Go to heatherontour.com. Cannot wait to be back in Tampa. We have so much to giggle about. And yeah, so I will see you. I will see you in Tampa and Baton Rouge, Jackson, Mississippi, and then Atlanta. I love you. Thank you for having me, Canada. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. I'll see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.